Welcome to Diecast, a D&D podcast. Flash brightens his face and there's blood all over his lower fa- uh, end of his face. And you can see long fangs. I, can I talk a minute at all? Omen, are you okay? Nothing's there. And Miller goes, you couldn't have just left. And he kind of pops and his skin turns more normal, but he's very pale. Well enough alone. You had to get involved. And his eyes look around all wild and frantic. What harm have I caused? Hmm? What harm have I caused? Harm? You (laughs) caused much harm. And he throws Hilda off of the precipice. I want to cast Slow Fall on her. Okay. She goes, she screams, ah! And then she's screaming, ah! Oh, okay, okay. And she hits the ground lightly. And she goes, ah, and she runs, runs away. Very well. Um, are there any tables or chairs nearby? No, you're up on the, on the wall of this castle. Up on the castle wall. Um, like, what do you call like the little like ridges, like that go up and down? Yeah. The archers, like, what are those called again? I forget. Um, Proper name, but I get what you mean. Those, yeah. this, I don't know. The, you know the normal way a castle wall looks. Are they uh, short enough where I can kind of sit down on one? Yeah. Right. And I want to do that and then gesture him just across from me on the opposite side of the wall. He looks down and goes, "What? What are you doing?" I'm not here to play any games. You're not Miller, are you? I am Vago Miller. <laughs> The same mirror? Yes. And you have interrupted me, you pathetic little roach. For the last time I told you she was mine and I would do with her what I I pleased. Who? Inda. Nothing you say can do anything about it. Who do you think I am? Shopkeep. His eyes are red and just full of rage, and they still are frantically searching around. I stand back up and get his attention. There's like my presence. I I need to check for that or like. Uh, Roll for intimidation. Okay. Ooh. 18, uh, 24. 24, oh my God. Yeah, you s- stand up. How, he, paint me this picture. I see, I feel like you see this better in your head than I do. Yeah, it's kind of like very dark and there's like thunder and it's just like dead quiet except for like the pit pattern of the rain and then just like this crazy maniacal bat vampire dude is just twitching over there and I'm sitting down, kind of leaning forward a little bit, looking at him patiently waiting for him to sit across me so we can talk. And then as he calls me, I stand up 
And as he's looking at me, I say, not shopkeep, speed weed. Holy. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> You can see that he's fighting something, and and you can see he hunches over, and two black wings go out from his back and uh, lay uh, over his shoulders, and help me and he rushes at you and picks you up and takes you up the stairs and he's rushing and looking at you with maddened eyes and he goes help me and he pushes you through the door as you're at the top of this tower and you look around and there's nothing up here Elman seems to be gone and uh, he, uh, Mayor Miller is looking at you with pleading eyes but hungry salivating hunger help me my hand on his forehead and cast healing word oh okay cast it okay uh, what does it do um, healing word is a healing spell um, heals 1d4 plus spell cast your modifier Okay, you cast it on him and he goes oh. and he gets stunned and lets you go oh. and he seems to regain some of that his composure as his wings kind of twitch and he goes you were with the caravan yes where am I around the keep in the witch woods uh, the keep I I died I died and now I'm well he looks down shakily at his hand oh god I'm back do you know how this happened I woke in my grave. A spell over my mind. I could not control myself. I killed them. Turned them. Each fresh corpse I saw. The town. In danger, I'm a monster. It was, it was that little, and he just melts, and he his flesh peels off of his bones. Um and it kind of reconstitutes in front of you and you can see like a wolf snout coming out of his face and he just falls apart in front of you and his bones literally ignite 
you can just hear the dull sound of thunder overhead. So his bones are just scattered on the ground, on fire, or is he still standing? Oh, he's on, uh, on the ground. There's nothing left of this man. I can't, no sight, like, no read of his consciousness or anything, it's just gone. It's gone. I lean my back against the wall and just, like, kind of take a moment and I keep calling out my head, Almond! Almond! Yes. And you, the door, the half-shackled, half-shackled? Half-broken-apart, uh, rotting door in the tower swings shut. An omen sitting in the room. And he's standing up taller than you've, you're used to seeing him. Is he disguised? No. He's omen again. And he has his staff on the, on the uh, wall. As I'm leaning back, I'm just breathing deep breaths. And I look over to him and say, what happened? Well, and he looks up at you, that empty mask, and you can hear a pitter-patter of as you hear this. And uh, in walks on all fours, the white werewolf through the doorway and stands up in front of you, eyes glazed. And he goes, it appears things, well, (laughs) things kinda fell apart, I guess. And he lifts his mask up and takes his robe, his hood down. And in front of you, leaning against the wall, is William, the shopkeep. Is the werewolf white? Yep. I thought you were the white werewolf. Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to get you to think. Stupid plan. Hilda's wonderful, but too naive to kind of be convincing. I tried, though. Oh, I tried. Well, I'm glad he suffered in the end. That's all I can say. So your love for Hilda actually was genuine? Oh, my love for Hilda is very genuine. Look what I've done for her. And he looks over at the white werewolf. What have you done for her? I turned it into that. That, that, That's Hilda? Yeah. That's her. I kind of like deflate a little bit as it all just clicks. Oh, come on. It's not that big of a shocker. I didn't expect her to be so honest with you, though. That was annoying. I was kind of hoping Vargo would just kill you. Why's that? Because now I have to kill you. And I kind of liked you. No need for that. No need? (laughs) What are you talking about? I've been working on this plan for ever. And where do I play into it? Where do you play into what? There's no need for you. 
I've got it all under control. Do you? <laughs> Let's just say yes and keep it short. I know how good you are at persuading. Does he have a... There's capable materials in, like, in his room, right? Yeah, in this room. All right. I kind of like walk past him and sit down and say, well, I do know your type likes to talk about your plans. Certificates, <laughs> if you want. Oh, yeah, you want me to talk about my plans. You want me to explain everything so even if there's a slight chance that you survive this big reveal, you can get word to your little pack, huh? I have no interest in the pack. Mm. You know me well enough. Mm, yeah, well. I don't play politics. I play fun. And at that word, fun, roll persuasion. Twenty-seven. Holy fuck! <laughs> Jeez. Okay. He perks up at that word, and he sits down at the table. I pull out the deck of cards, and it's like, well, might as well entertain ourselves while you talk. And I start to shuffle a little bit. It's like familiar with uh, what, what card games exist in... Normal card games? Just normal card games? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just said a poker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, eh, poker's fine. Mm -hmm. We'll just call it that. I was trying to come up with like a fantasy name for it. Totally could. Uh, Rook app? Is this poker backwards? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's do uh, um, hearts and spades. Hearts and spades. Yeah, call it hearts and spades. <clears throat> so he sits down. And he goes, "You want to play a card game with me?" Yeah. Be pretty. I don't know. Um, perceptive, intelligent, witty. Thanks for the flattery. Not flattery. I won't compliment you. <laughs> you don't deserve it at this point. Sit down. I am sitting down. Oh, I didn't. I thought he was standing up still. No, he's sitting down. Backtrack that dialogue. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Backtrack the dialogue. You're just like, well, well, let's go. Um, so, where did this all start? Where did what all start? This evil plan. I evil plan? Who said anything about Mitt being evil? You're assuming quite a lot. You're assuming your morality isn't evil, or good. I just try to go the route that killing people is often the evil route. Hmm, killing people. What about killing the right people? I'm listening. What about, what about killing the people who deserve it? From what you told me about Miller, I totally see it. And I'm tempted to agree with you. Hmm, yes, that slug didn't deserve what I did to him. He did deserve the death, though. Didn't quite expect that. Hmm. To write that down on my notes. I'll see. But people can change. If you give them a chance. People can change. If you force them to. Look at how happy the people of Ekron are. They don't even know that anything happened. The mayor was a bright, shining beacon of jovial happiness and generosity instead of the worthless sack of excrement that he was. 
You certainly made him into a better version of himself. <laughs> I overwrit everything that man was. You know why Hilda had such a hard time looking at him? And it, you know, in retrospect, not the best boyfriend move, I admit. I modeled him after her father. It's the greatest man Ekron ever had. Captain of the Guard. And then those werewolves hit. Brother dead. Fire hit. She lost her home. Disease hit. Before that, her father. I was the only one who, uh, who was there. Now, I understand what it's like to be alone. Really alone. And then I learned about this thing. Abusing her, taking advantage of her. No, no, that wasn't going to stand. No, so I fit him into the little plan. It's pretty easy, actually. Pretty darn easy. Was not, not really expecting Hilda to jump in at that point and kill him, but, you know, stuff happens. You adapt. We do adapt. Hmm. And you are a werewolf? <laughs> not quite. Are you the real omen? Am I the real omen? Ooh, that's a good question. That is a very good question. That's I a right question. The change of the throne room was you. Oh, no, I've, I've always been omen. It's the person you met. I just have this unfortunate thing that happens when I use uh, too much magic. Uh, some of my other let's call them personalities come out. Is that part of being an apothecary? Lots of chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, I guess so. You can call blood a chemical. What kind of blood? Oh, you know, ones and twos and threes, that sort of thing. But I doubt you'll think much of that. I have no interest in that, Faye. Hmm. He smiles. What do you know of the legend of Lycanon? I lean forward a little bit. No. You know nothing? Do I? Like, history check? No. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. It's intelligence space, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Zero. It's just a 17. 17? Yeah. So you wouldn't you wouldn't really know. You've you've heard of the name Lycanon. You've heard of old legends of something called Lycanon's ogre. That's about it. I'm cool with that. Yeah. So, brand new story to you? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll spare you the details, but basically, Lycanon is a brilliant mathematician. Accomplished apothecary and alchemist, and a very renowned wizard. Hmm. My father had a book 
in his study growing up. It's the one, actually, that you uh, pocketed. <laughs> Talks about that whole thing. I take it out of my suit jacket and put it on the table. Thank you. And he puts his hand up and it floats right into his hand. Didn't know that was a personal item of yours. I didn't know the mayor had it. Makes sense, though. Well, I'm glad I could return it to you at the very least. Mm -hmm. Ted's proper owner, one did say. Thank you. I agree. Lycanon was feared. Feared for what he could do. Feared for the mysteries he was delving into. And the Empire didn't really like that. So the Emperor dispatched his best knights to extend a forceful invitation back to the Empire for an audience with the Emperor. So who could pass that up? Hmm? Certainly not like Kanan. So he did. Why the grin? This is like more of a like hunter grin than a yeah. grin. It's yeah. like, I could have been in that court. <laughs> no, you couldn't. <laughs> really? Okay. No. This is like really old. That <laughs> <laughs> was a baby. <laughs> this, is, this is like 500 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this is, of course, so Speedweed knows, 500 or so years ago. But it's recorded well here in this story. Only one of its kind. Only one. All written in abyssal. Did you know that abyssal sounds different and looks different to every person who sees it? But once you know it, you can read it. Not to say I have my own way of speaking to things, but that is interesting. Yeah, I was noticing that. Very clever of you to speak to the mist. Didn't serve me much. Knew it was my life. Uh, was kind of hoping you'd die on the road, too. Oh, well. Guess everything was too afraid to attack you with Hilda around. Is that so? Mm. So they know. Yeah, well... He's strong. Oof, she's strong. I'll probably give the king a run for his money. But that guy won't be bothering anyone anytime soon. So, is Hilda the original white wolf, the alpha? Oh, she will be. At the end of my plan, she'll be queen of the court. I imagine you have the king subdued somewhere. You could imagine so. Imagine away. Think of all the little plans you can. Well, I imagine when you can tell me. <laughs> I don't think so. What I think I will do, and he puts some of his cards down. Hmm, what I think I will do. And he looks down at the mess on the floor. And he looks at you. Hmm. Why waste a good test subject, you know? Material is so hard to come by, especially the strong type. And I can tell, speed weed, that you're a strong individual. 
What are you implying? Implying that you can help me with my research. You could help me willingly. Or I can have Hilda subdue you. Or more easily, I could subdue you. I'm no rat, William. Rat? Rat? What do you mean? You could tell that guy under his skin. That guy under his skin? Yeah. I'm saying I'm not a plaything. Oh, you are. You've been a plaything since the start. Just because a man likes to play doesn't make him a plaything. And I think you'll discover, he should really realize this by this point, that the cards, I always play in Speedweed's favor and I put him down, Royal Flush. <laughs> well played. Well played. And I stand up. And I have a gesture for him to do the same. Just like, you're playing the God card. We know that's not you. What do I know even, but <laughs> you... things aren't always as simple as they seem. He's, he's just looking at you like, speeches, nice words. It's not going to fix what happened, but I will. You're not going to talk me out of this. You're not going to help me. Help me. What makes you think I want to help me? If you turn the one you love into a beast. She's better off now than she ever has been. Who are you to say that? She can defend herself. She can go wander the world wherever she wants and no one will ever mess with her again because she has the power. Can she control the power? No. So she's just as free as any of the citizens in Ekron. You say you love her, but do you? I love her. You love her. the control, you love the power. You don't actually love her. <laughs> I'll teach her how to control things, but those are matters that don't concern you. Not anymore. And he hunches over. <clears throat> You'll be dead. His wrinkles appear on his face. Soon enough. And he turns and puts his mask on. And puts his hood up and grabs his staff. His staff flies, flies to his hand. <laughs> and her majesty will be none the wiser to my plans. It's unfortunate that you had to die, Speedweed. I rather was fond of you. Farewell. And he turns to leave, and Hilda looks down at you and, <laughs> and takes her claws and puts them against the wall, and, and there's sparks just flying off. And, and she steps a, a step closer and takes another step closer and takes another step closer and Omen looks back and he goes, on second thought, I think I'll watch 
and he turns around and uh, puts his staff leaning on his shoulder. And uh, the white werewolf gets closer and closer. There's still rain falling outside. Thunder. And Hilda picks you up by the um, front of the shirt and puts you over the edge of the tower about 300 feet up. And she takes her hand and she jabs it into your chest. It's a 19 hit. And rips the hand out and tosses you out of the window. And as you fall, you just see uh, Omen's face incline and the jingle. As you're falling through this tower, this gaping hole in your chest, everything fades. What would you like to do? I want to grin at, grin at Omen and cast Slowfall. Okay, cast Slowfall. Um, oh, I didn't even roll for damage. I should probably do that. How does 13 feel? I'm still good. Okay, nice. So, I'm going to say that that... That's bloodied, though. Yeah, so you're instantly bloodied. You have half your uh, uh, limit breaker. And as you fall to the floor, nice and gently, Omen looks over, and he goes, I honk my horn at him, cast invisibility, and make my way back to town. You, ooh, okay. You cast invisibility, and as you turn, the werewolf jumps out the window and roars. An omen just appears in front of you out of nothing. Where do you think you're going? Back to my own business. And he touches you on the chest with his spear with it, or his staff. Ooh, that's a 23 hit. Yes. He hits you and knocks you back. 20 feet and you are prone <laughs> out of invisibility assume I'm on my hands and knees mm. looking up at them the rain's making his cloak very dark red almost like blood is dripping over his cloak to say to William mm -hmm. I suggest you leave me alone cast suggestion on him and be on your way <sighs> wisdom saving throw DC 14 yeah he makes it he, he, you can see that your magic tries to affect him like this wave of warm air and just sh shrink, shrinks back away from him just and he goes <laughs> You think your paltry spells can do anything to me? 
I am more powerful than you can imagine. <laughs> By all the lords above. You don't even know what I am, do you? What this mask represents. No. For having gone to college, you're not very well learned. My friend, you have no idea what clown college is about. Roll for intimidation. He shrinks back and seems leery of you now. You ever wonder why I don't hit anything, Mr. William? And he just doesn't really uh, respond. I see. For one that plays the facade of omnipotence, you sure are lacking omniscience. What do you mean? I mean, leave me alone. <laughs> Fine. Fine. You did beat me in cards. Well, I will leave you alone. But I won't be leaving you here. And he taps his staff on the ground and a portal rips open in behind you. And he appears again right in front of you and pushes you through the portal. And the portal shuts. You're falling through this mess of light. And then all this landscape and everything kind of uh, stretches in reverse <laughs> back into place, like, and you land on a grassy field. And there's sunlight, and there's weird sounding birds tweeting, and there's trees and a nice warm breeze. And it smells faintly of vanilla. 